0: Hey, this is Chaplain Jake Snodgrass. I want to come to you today just to talk a little bit about uh, the summer plans and what we're doing in terms of training missional community leaders. And We're really excited about the opportunity to bring along Chris Jolin. He'll be uh, talking a little bit this Sunday about missional community training and then what it looks like and what the calendar will look like in June and July. In training missional community leaders, and so um, it's really important for us as we talk about missional communities, as we've talked about on this podcast before, about our identity and our relationship um, with, with Jesus Christ, and how that overflows and into the impact to impact uh, the community that we have been placed in. And so, we, obviously, we have been placed here at Camp Humphreys, and 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 we are to live in such a way um, that serves it, makes the gospel clear to this community, and really loves them well. And to do that, we really feel like. Um, We need to be about building communities that are on mission, that are serving their neighbor and reaching out uh, to those um, in in this neighborhood, in this community and and on this installation. And so for us, the, the big concern, obviously, right away is it's so easy. It's so easy to get oriented inward where we see programs, we see things that we need, we feel like we need to do. And when we do them, we feel like we're doing a good job, you know, whether it's youth ministry or children's ministry or, or this program or that program. And we really, next thing you know, we really get oriented inward. Well, we're focused on the programs and the services that we're providing within the context of the hour-long service that happens on Sunday morning. We really want to break out of that constantly to to push us to orient our lives individually outward. Really, the gospel goes forward. The word spreads when we live intentionally towards our neighbors and towards our friends. And so for us, we really want to constantly hammer this note where we are calling each other to live in community, but on mission um, right here at Camp Humphreys. And so we want to talk just a, a couple of things. One, in, in June, on June the 2nd, we are starting our missional community training immediately following the second service. So at 1230, we're going to have some lunch. We'll provide child care through 1400. And then during that period of time, we're going to train and walk through what it means to lead communities, and then just bring that as part of a normal conversation for us as a body of believers where we're orientating ourselves outwards and really focusing on serving our neighbors well. And that will take place all the way through the summer. And frankly, I will do it in any format that you want. If, if you're like, man, I just cannot make it. I just can't do another. we got to get the kids to nap. we got to do this or we got to do that. Man, I, you just tell me. I'll come to your house. I don't know what we need to do. But we want to coach you, we want to train you, we want to lead you in such a way that allows you to reproduce communities in your home and in your neighborhood. If you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm interested in starting a community, I just don't know how." We would love for you to put your name on a list, and we'll start we'll start sending people your way, and really um, start the process of connecting people, and then coach you through building that community. Anything it takes. I know for me, as a as a point of of growth, I need to orientate myself consistently into building leaders who are building community. And that's what we're committed to do. Um, in that community training, man, there's going to be a lot of things we're talking about. One of them is everyday rhythms uh, and normative rhythms. And that's one of the things we want to really harp on this summer. These everyday rhythms that tend to exist that we want us to live in rhythm with our neighbors and with our community so that uh, they might know the gospel, they might be formed by these rhythms, and we might be formed by these rhythms as we believe the gospel, as we live them out. So I want to just kind of read them off to you and just kind of talk to them briefly. The first one is, is really story-formed. A story-formed rhythm means that we're constantly being formed by the Word of God, by, by His story, and then by also by listening to the stories of our neighbors and then sharing the gospel story into their lives. Being story-formed means... It includes worship, it includes prayer, it includes reading your word daily, it includes being in studies together, being shaped by the Bible and what it has to say and the Holy Spirit's leading in our life to illuminate the scriptures. So we want you to be about studying the word together in community, but not just studying it to know more, but studying it to to live it out and to be obedient to that word. So we want to be story formed. And we know that our entire community has a story, Right. They have a story that, that is unique to them. But there's usually four parts to the story that we think are are pretty consistent across the board. One is kind of the who am I? And then two, what went wrong? What, is, what has gone wrong? What's the problem? You can usually listen to people for consistently and, and they'll lay your, their problems out to you. They'll complain. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll tell you what's going on. And then one, how is it made right? That's the third part is – They'll tell you, man, if they would just do this or the organization would just do this. I just heard a talk the other day about all the things that Humphreys needed to do to fix itself. And then what's it look like restored? What kind of utopian world is it that, that we're kind of longing for or yearning for? What's the image of the good life that we're straining towards? And what we want to do is we want to bridge a gap for that individual. We, we know that we are creating the image of God, the who am I question. We know that the fall, um, humans, me, you, we're all the problem. And that's what, what has gone wrong. That we, when we're intentional, when we're living out a normal life, um, we cause problems because of our sin. And how is it made right? When we believe fundamentally that all things are made right through the person and work of Jesus Christ, through his death, burial, and resurrection, his resurrection brings new life. And in that new life, he makes all things right. And what's it restored? New heavens and new earth, as Revelation has described it. That we are then moving the, uh, the individual, my personal story, from from what I'm experiencing to the gospel narrative and understanding my story in light of the biblical story. That's what it means to be story formed. And so when we're out there being uh, learning about who we are, who the Bible is called, tells us we are, and then about specifically who the Bible says God is, we fall and understand that we are part of God's narrative, God's story. And the Bible tells us about who God is. And when we know who God is, then we find out oftentimes who we really are. So one, we're story-formed. The two is listen. So as you kind of can hear, um, when we look talk about story form, there's a part of listening, listening to God and listening to others. Um, and we we know that we are called to be listeners to others. That's part of the, the unique rhythms uh, that we're called to be in this community. And we sit down and look across the, the, the table, or across the aisle, or whatever else, at the other individual, and we listen to what they have to say. We we hear their story. We hear what's going on in their lives. We don't tell them what they need to know. We don't want to answer questions that they're not asking. But we we want to be dedicate um, we dedicate ourselves to listening to others and to ourselves. to hear the problems that are going on in our own lives that that we're attentive to that. But then fundamentally, uh, we're listening to God. Right? We're listening to God and what He has to say. The Holy Spirit's power, and we're following his, uh, his nudges and his leading and as we do this as we're constantly listening we're able to apply the gospel um, well and, and apply it to the heart rather than just kind of this blanket throw the gospel at somebody um, we want to listen to each other listen to ourselves listen to listen to God and uh, and, and, and really quiet ourselves in that process uh, three is we want to celebrate, celebrate God's grace, um, celebrate what God has done in my life, we'll c- we'll celebrate with each other um, that, uh, with what's going on in other people's lives, celebrate those little things that, that make us who we are, celebrate with our culture and our community when they have big celebrations. So we know that summer is a time of celebration, gathering around and celebrating birthdays, celebrating successes, um, and we want to be there to celebrate with each other Um, We do so in light of the fact that we're celebrating God's grace in our lives, the freedom that he's given us. And so it's a regular rhythm to be celebratory um, because of what God has done in our lives. We we have more to celebrate as believers than than anybody else that exists. And we should be known as a people who love to celebrate, who love to uh, participate in the joyful gatherings of our neighborhood and our community. And we do so in rhythm with with other people, and we invite them to our house, and we invite them over, and we celebrate with them. Okay, so the third, fourth, sorry, is is kind of along with that is bless. We intentionally bless others with our words, our gifts, and our actions. We're blessed by God, and so we're freed, really, to bless others. We have been blessed. We. I love the old song that we used to sing at church, count your blessings, name them one by one. Man, we've been blessed by God. And as we've been blessed by God, by His grace, that we've been forgiven, loved, redeemed, made right, not because of our own works, but because of the grace of Jesus Christ, we are free to be a blessing to our neighbors. And I hear so many people who are upset and complaining and all this other stuff. mean, I, I encourage you as believers to believe on the gospel in order that you might forsake that and then really press into Um, blessing our neighbors because we're free from the circumstances um, that are going on. We can be honest about our feelings. I don't want to say that. But I do want to say, look, um, remember the great um, gifts that God has given us and the blessings that He's given us in His Son, Jesus Christ, and allow them to pour out into the neighbor, um, into others, into our community. I mean, blessing is a part of who we are at Agape, where we're serving meals to each other. We are... um, we're going the extra mile to give rides, loaning our vehicles. But we need to be a blessing this summer. Think about how you can be a blessing in your community and really think about then how you can communicate the gospel in light of that. You're communicating that you have been blessed, therefore you can bless. There's something different about you that demands really an explanation that can't be come from anything else other than the gospel. So if you see somebody when it's hot, they're out there waiting in a taxi line, man, grab them, bring, take them to their place. Um, If you see somebody who needs a vehicle because they got here, they haven't got their vehicle shipped to them, man, let them borrow your vehicle. Something that goes above and beyond in order to bless that individual and serve them well that they um, would be able to have a greater experience here at Humphreys, um, bless, eat. We eat meals all the time. We eat all the time for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, Invite people into the community to eat with you. And as you're eating with them, it tells us something about who God is. But this is really um, this is really significant. As you invite uh, people into your home, people into your neighborhood, and you're shaped around the table, um, we know that it is, is significant and important to, to eat with one another. We take the Lord's Supper. And we remember the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. We're, we're, we're invited to that table based on the merits of Jesus Christ alone. And so then we go and invite others to our table in order that we might eat together and serve one another in such a unique way. Um, the, the other thing is recreate. <laughs> this is a time of year where we go and we play, all right? And we go and um, have fun, do vacation together, and, and really travel and do a lot. Of, bring people with you. Be intentional about recreating with one another and be intentional about the, your play. But also, as we rebuild and recreate uh, things in our world where we are blessing others by um, making things new, restoring um, resting we we know that this is a great rhythm to be in community with as we kind of celebrate and work through this. so you see all these kind of things uh, blend together in a way that is super unique, but this is how we how we live out the gospel and everyday rhythms of community life. Um, we talk about um, oftentimes the order of the day, being able to pray and read your scriptures and be formed by the story throughout the day. But part of this as well is living in such consistent rhythms with others and that they might see the gospel and it might be made clear. We do so in community as we bless one another with the gospel truths and speak truth into each other's lives. Um, This is the way that people can see the gospel in such unique and really tangible ways, not where we're just inviting them to a church where they probably won't attend. Um, And they're just thinking what's happening in that building. They can see the church and see the visible expression of the gospel's impact on their life right in front of them. And now they get to impact it and see. We invite you to this. Um, We invite you to be trained in this. And we invite you to build community here at Humphreys where you're at in order that people might see the gospel and be changed by it. We're excited about the opportunities in June and July to do this. We really, really encourage you to join us in the training of that. And then really encourage you to be um, intentional about the way you spend your summer, oriented towards others, serving your neighbor and serving the community that we might be a blessing, that we might be transformative here at Camp Humphreys. I I hope you have a great summer. We're going to continue these podcasts. We're going to continue the training. But we encourage you to, to, to get on board and to get after it. Blessings.